0: Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
1: Moonpig.com.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here
1: with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... Hello oh, and welcome to another weekend release. This is our bonus podcast where we see how much extra content we can squeeze in. Random things that have been sent in and extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with you, our G and Divas.
0: You alright, Jordan? I'm I'm good, yeah. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm alright. You know, all the better for talking to you, as ever. I'm trying to be positive and upbeat and happy. This is the new William. I'm no longer the bitch that I once was.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. We've got a lot to look forward to. We've got things that we can plan, events that we can go to, you know,
0: life's looking positive. Have you booked your tickets to New York yet? Because that was one of your big things you wanted to do now that you've, um, you know, all this newfound confidence. I haven't,
1: you know, but I'm one step at a time, I'm, I'm going to I am going to go I'm just I'm going to see how it goes first but I just can't wait for the summer For uh, England are playing in the Euros the day after it's all over on the 22nd Ben we're meeting up for that pal hmm yeah do you mean no
0: where's my invitation
1: I mean you can come but it's it's footy uh, Ben I reckon we go to one of those parks are you up for it I'm being Jen invited Yeah.
0: one of those parks what do you mean Special no, part, like, hamster no teeth. fan
1: zones. It's like fan zones in London. It's going to be great.
0: Well, before you book anything for New York, can you talk to me? Because I can give you a bit of advice. Mikey and I could, you know, we we know New York. Yeah,
1: well. New York.
0: We'll tell you all the places to go, which place to stay. I know
1: the, yeah, I know the language. You want a coffee? Yeah, I want a coffee. <laughs> a coffee?
0: Yeah, I want a coffee. Jordan does the Big Apple. <laughs> that, I mean, that is a TV format. We should, take, uh, we should go for the podcast. We should do it for a
1: podcast episode. Yeah. Do you know what I think we should do in this bonus episode? Because it went down so well a couple of weeks ago, yeah. I think we should have another extract from William's Bitchy Diary.
0: Okay. Well, you say bitchy. Um, I think the one that I have um, found isn't necessarily bitchy but it probably shows that I'm highly strung okay well it needs to be a bitchy because the publishers I've been speaking to
1: were thinking memoirs Uh. of a bitch and um (laughs) basically they think I'm making it up they're like and like so it's about this guy who's an etiquette expert around about 2011 to 14 he wrote a diary and he was just horrible to his friends like oh my god this is a great concept for a novel I'm like no it's not a novel it's real-life IRL. So please give us another extract from your diary. My
0: I- IRL. It's the American Tax Service, isn't it? Um, well, this this entry is from... That's the IRA. No, that's not the IRA. Oh. <laughs> it's the IRS.
1: <laughs>
0: the IRA are completely different. Uh, right, well, I never wanted to work again. Okay, This is an entry from Sunday, the 10th of January, 2010. And I've picked this out because I think it gives a little vignette into my uh, third year of university. It's a typical third year at university diary entry. This morning, I braved the outdoors and trekked in the snow, which is sadly still with us, to House of Fraser on Deansgate in search of ramekin dishes and a dish in which to put my marmalade and whiskey bread and butter pudding. You could drown a baby in the ramekins they stocked far too big. I did find a nine-inch Le Creuset dish in Pearl, which I bought. I think it unlikely that many other 20-year-old males own such an item, but I don't mind. I also doubt how many of my contemporaries would voluntarily purchase the Desperate Housewives cookbook. I did not know such a thing existed, but I am sure we are going to be very happy together. Having also bought some white <laughs> pyjama tops, I took a taxi back to the flat and lunched. What I particularly like about that little reference is House of Fraser on Dean's Gate to where my flat was is about a 10-minute walk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You got a taxi back. But
0: I took a taxi back, probably because it was snowing in my defence, but even I could have managed a 10-minute walk in the snow.
1: First thing, right, uh, I remember this. 2010, 2011 was really Mm. bad winters. We'll tell our grandkids about those winters. I remember having Tom's shoes with old socks and walking around Sunderland in bloody minus 10 degree weather i remember it was really snowy that winter second thing right most 20 year olds mm. were out getting pissed in manchester
0: i mean that says like you were buying pearl lecruze nine inch Le Cruz dishes of course you were and people say to me i was walking around deansgate trying to find something not of nine inches in pearl <laughs> people say to me
1: is he really like that in real life yes this is what he was like at 20 years old
0: Well, later on in 2010, on the 3rd of April It was early last week when I was cleaning my bathroom and read an email from my boss which told me I was being sent to China economy class I was to be turning right on the plane I returned to polishing the shower rail before bursting into floods of tears and collapsing into a rather camp heap on my bed crying for England I must have been there for about 15 minutes blubbing and almost screaming with angst, worry and sorrow You cried because you had to go economy class well, yeah, because I had been—I have been led to believe I was not going economy class.
1: You—you you had a boss. I've never known you to have a boss.
0: Well, yeah, my, well, I was freelance, but my sort of client, I suppose. When was this? What year was this? Two thousand and ten. I've never known you to have a boss. I didn't sex them. Ben has just asked if I sexed them.
1: I can't believe you burst. You actually burst into tears,
0: being in economy. I, I remember that clear as the light of day. I was because I was three weeks off handing in my dissertation on the vocal patterns of the British upper classes and I you know I'm not academically gifted Um, and I was really worried about it and I was being sent off to China for work whilst trying to complete my university degree and I was worried about everything and quite frankly being sent to economy class was the final nail in the coffin. Right that explains it.
1: When we first met we were both in
0: our final year at uni weren't we? Or just finished. Yeah, so it was probably around this time that we met. Yeah.
1: what? Well, I just can't imagine you in Manchester because it's such a... Like, I love it. I've always said I'll move back there. It's such a northern lefty city. I just can't imagine you writing. Well,
0: I fit straight in. I fit right like, in.
1: I fit right in. I, I oh, It's such a great city. Do you miss it a bit, Ben? Yeah, it's such a prop. Like, what I love about Manchester is... It, like, takes the piss out of itself, and it's honest, and it's, like, not afraid. Oh, God, I sound like such a London twat. Have you heard me? Oh, it's so organic <laughs> and raw.
0: Oh, over turned into? This is from a few days later. This was, I, I had to go and stay in, uh, it was at a very early flight from Heathrow, so I had to go and stay at a Heathrow hotel overnight, ready for the flight. 6th of April. Went to bed at the hotel, only to be woken suddenly at 2am by a knocking on my door. Perplexed, I fumbled my way over to the door and looked through the spyhole to see who was knocking. From what I could make out, my eyes being half open and vision being distorted by the spyhole's optics, it was a middle aged woman wearing loose, floaty clothing of a liberal nature. She was talking to someone whom I could not see through the spyhole. I ignored the knocks and she turned around to knock on the door to the room opposite. They answered, saw who it was, and promptly shut the door. The knocker then moved out of my vision and started knocking on someone else's door. I didn't like the look of this and so scuttled over to the telephone and dialed reception. They said they would look into it. I then went back to my bed and wondered what may have happened to me had I opened the door fully. I highly suspect that I would have been trafficked. I knew I should have stayed at the hotel. <laughs>
1: You're going to get sex trafficked, potentially. <laughs> is is there a, is there a hint of irony in these, or is this you genuinely thinking?
0: No, no. The thing is, I read them now, and I'm like, Jesus. Even even I'm going. <laughs> Heaven help you, William. This was a, like this is a different person. This
1: is this is the first person I met at 20 years old. You thought you was being trafficked.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh God, it could have happened. I will never tire hearing those extracts. I think they're. Absolutely fantastic. I really do.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll see what we can find for a few more weeks' time.
1: Please do. Please dig out some more for us.
0: Um, Now, we've never had such a response to anything that we've done before on the podcast, like bathing in the kitchen sink, which we did a couple of weeks ago. Oh, really? Social media was awash with dirty sink water. Uh, Gary says, just listen to today's podcast. And I can also say, I used to get bathed in the sink. Uh, it may be a Burnley or Lancashire thing. Now wrong with it? Thumb up emoji. Let me
1: just explain. Last week in the main episode, we were talking about how I used to get bathed in the sink and my mum and dad used to bath my brothers in the kitchen sink and they now bath my nephews in that kitchen sink and I asked, is that just me? But apparently not.
0: Carry on. Uh, Sophie said, not sure if this is something good to admit on Twitter, but I also come from a family where we bathed in the sink as children. I thought it was a southern thing brackets, Portsmouth. But perhaps it's a working class, hope that's not offensive, thing. Did your mum never bath you and James in sink? No. Just when it was easier, just she said, oh, I ain't got
1: time to run a bath, so she used to bath my brothers in sink.
0: Well, I, I mean, I don't know about Wendy, but my mother, once she had me, didn't work. So, I mean, she she did have quite, I mean, other than running a, a wonderful house and cooking meals, she didn't have a lot to do. Did your mother carry on working? My mum's never worked. <laughs> no, well, there we go. That's what Then I don't quite know she, why your mother needed no, to you no, no. in the sink. To
1: be fair, to be fair, she always says, my job are a full-time mother. I agree. Oh, she bus, She a bus escort lady. She worked bus lady.
0: And Zoe said, listening to the podcast and on the topic of sink baths, I'm the youngest in a family of three and we all had sink baths as babies. See? My niece and nephew did too. My partner had a sink bath as a baby at his nana's. Apparently all babies had one there.
1: Yeah, just baffles in sync, honestly, I remember just, yeah. I remember coming, I said it last week, but it was so cute. I remember just walking in back door and my dad were baffing Seb in sync like it was the most natural thing in the world. He went, all right, cock, all right. Hi, Seb. <laughs> Daryl, our friend, texted me last week, actually, about it. Yeah. So we've got a mutual friend, Daryl, who listens, bless him. Um, oh, he texted me, And actually. he said, I'd come in, my brother was drying on the rack with a towel. What an effing line, I nearly died laughing at that.
0: Daryl texts me saying, uh, I forgot you and Jordan completely fell out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did he
0: actually? <laughs> did he actually? Yeah. yeah and,
1: and, he put, and I put, ha did your mum never bath you in the sink? He put, of course she did, I'm northern, see? Big up, Daryl.
0: Can I just clarify, you, you did have baths? Like, physically there were baths in the building?
1: Yeah, we had a bath. Yeah, right. we had a baby
0: bath as well. Do you remember them? them you even had a baby bath! I mean, that's basically a sink that you don't pour meat juices down. Pop a bit of sink. Right, come on. Um, well, this is a nice little piece of correspondence from Lois. Hello, I'm a sad, lonely person that seems to be going through a completely uncertain point with almost everything in my life. I started uni at 26. My housemates are lonely stoners that seem to be incapable of emptying the bins and making eye contact when we chat. So I spend a lot of time on my own. I put on your podcast when I'm cooking and I feel like I have friends over for dinner. And it's lovely. So thank you for keeping me sane. Much love, Lois. Ah, oh, Lois, that's, that's, I think we should end on that. That's uh,
1: a lovely, a lovely. That is lovely. I'm uh,
0: glad that we put a smile on your face.
1: Uh, Lois, stick at it, just keep sticking at it, and I'll say this to you, I always talk about union, say it was best year of my life, right, and it was, and I loved it, third year I hated it, I was so ready for, in fact I nearly quit, but my mum wouldn't let me, so, just stick at it, it's the best thing I ever did, just, I was just, I was just fed up by my third year, like, it was just, like, I'd come to a crossroads, I was like, do I carry on getting pissed every night, or do I actually get my head down, and start doing some work, and, And I I missed all my friends from back home and I never had any money and it sounds like you're going for it a bit, so just stick at it, it'll be worth it in the end.
0: Alternatively, you could go shopping for a nine-inch Le Creuset ramekin dish. That's what I did in my third year.
1: See, it sounds like you and Lois would have been really good friends at uni. Um, If you've got a question or story that isn't a dilemma or problem, this is the place where we can read it out. So drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email to help at sexandmyboss.com with anything that you want to share with us. I'm thinking about Lois now, because it can be
0: quite lonely uni as well. It can be, yeah. I went went through periods of of feeling very lonely, even though I had lots of friends and, and were very fortunate. But... It, you know, the the pressure can can build. Just being cooped up in your room a lot as well. Anyway, hope you're all right. Gene Devers also remember our tour in uh, September and October. Tickets and all the information, sexismyboss.com slash live. If you're listening now and you've got a friend who you think would love to come to our tour or you would and you
1: want something to look forward to, we're going to do it in September, October this year. Um, come and see us, please. We'd love to see you there.
0: Or if you have a relative or someone that you don't really like who's easily offended and you want to get at them, bring them as well. Yeah.
1: We did do uh, a show in Glasgow last year and some of William's clients came who lived in... Was oh, it they Edinburgh they came?
0: No, no, no. They live much further north.
1: Well, basically, they're William's proper clients. Um, and he did say to him, oh, by the way, they seen that he was in Glasgow and he was like, oh, this is a podcast. This is nothing to do with the actual work I do. And... I think I started, I think, I think we started that show with a C word. Possibly. Sounds about right. I said, I love it up here. They say the C word like it's just the most normal word ever.
0: Do you not remember? Yeah. Just I've, 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 it? The, best night, the best moment in Glasgow is when we, I think, did we toast the Queen or something? And someone <laughs> and called that guy out.
1: "This that guy went, not they fucking Queen Paul. <laughs> and I said, well,
0: constitutionally she is, so get over it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and he nearly threw a glass at you. Uh, Yeah, come along to our tour. It'll be fun. See you next week.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello, g and We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from
1: the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live
0: into cinemas. So if you want anything full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen.
1: Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere
0: and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.